I guess we're starting now. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, the Daily Drew, first episode, pretty oh cool stuff. Uh, today, today, we're talking about working out, being physically healthy, muscle growth, supplements, etc. Stuff you are very knowledgeable about, I I hope. Me? Yes. Yes, you. But somebody uh, didn't go to the gym today. <clears throat> I'm sorry, alright? I got kidnapped by ninjas. Oh, that kind of... Too bad. Don't. Uh, yeah, I, had to, I had to fight them off with my bare hands. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. I... My arms are, like, they're dead. Yeah, I'll bet. Like I, I worked on biceps and triceps today, and who? Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, um. I don't know. To start, how often do you work out? How, how often do you lift weights and all that kind of stuff? Well, mostly I've been, as you know pretty well, I've been going to the gym with you like five days a week. Yeah. And sometimes on the weekends as well. Oh yeah. <clears throat> How long have you been going? Um, it uh, it hasn't been very long. I probably started going maybe at the beginning of the year, sort of. But I just started really getting into it like a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like I, I kind of started um in like January a few months ago, and then I kind of like started committing to it so this is week three of the five days a week except i'm going to kind of switch it to six days a week take sunday off um and i've been using the pre-workout which is like kind of gonna go right into like the next section of like or like the first section i want to talk about what supplements you've been you've been using that uh c4 sports stuff yeah 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 uh one scoop every day that i want to like as soon as i go home i get home i'm like i'll grab it drink it, teach piano a little bit, and then go over to the gym because it takes about half hour, 45 minutes to work. So yeah, go I take it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I find that it's good to let it, you know, get into your system a little bit before you work yeah. out because if you just drink it all and then go for it, like, you know how you kind of get that tingly kind of feeling? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it gets a lot worse. Yeah, and... Uh, like, the uh, other day... <laughs> The other day, I was in the gym, and uh, you know, I was hitting some, hitting some dumbbell presses, you know. Yeah. And uh, like this was the first exercise that I had started with, and I just drank like all my free like a few minutes prior, and like yeah. it, and it was the same amount that I always take, right? And yeah. it felt like my face was being melted off with acid. <laughs> <laughs> no joke, it was it was terrible, but you know, it doesn't last very long. No, no. Um, yeah, I made the mistake when I first started taking the pre-workout um, to like I would take it like 15 minutes before I would walk over to the gym. And then after I was done working out, that's when it started to kick in. Oh, yeah. I don't need the caffeine to kick in when I'm playing Super Mario. It's not needed. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just like if I'm in a Smash Bros tournament, let's go. Let's go. Like yeah, the caffeine's going to pump me up. Yeah. It's not it's going to it's it's <laughs> it's going to do more harm than good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, oh yeah, you definitely got to yeah. blend it out a little bit. Yeah. Personally, I don't really use much of the C4 sports stuff. I think I'm not really sure, but like I think maybe it has a little less caffeine than the normal one. Yeah, um, I think I'm thinking like there. like the stuff that I have is like a cup of coffee worth. Like I think 134. What is it milligrams? Grams? I don't know. It's definitely milligrams. It takes about <laughs> 400 milligrams to kill a person. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, definitely, definitely not 134 grams. Yeah, milligrams of caffeine. That's not 400 that. milligrams to kill a person, is it? I I don't it's know. It's like 10 grams to kill a person. Yeah, 10 grams. Because, like, if you're in the milligrams, I know people that drink so many energy drinks a day, so... <laughs> 400 milligrams oh, yeah. is not going to kill you. Yeah. Hold on, let me just pull up mine real quick. We'll just check the caffeine levels. Yeah, I can also look it up here. I got my... Yeah. Yeah, in one scoop, there is 150 milligrams of caffeine and hydrous. Yeah. 
And then there's the terrine, which is another stimulant. Um, right, the taurine. Yeah, yours has taurine. I think that's the difference. Yeah. Yours yeah. and taurine in mine. Yeah, I have two, uh, two, what is it called? Stimulants. Yeah. There's also about 750 milligrams of creatine hydrochloride in mine, but, you know, that's not really enough for the creatine to have the effect it needs. So I also yeah, have my... a separate thing of creatine hydrochloride. Yeah, I just think it's the post-workout. Yeah, and I, I want to touch base on that like um, later on in this episode because I, I have like that as a, a topic. But like my pre-workout, yeah, I we'll think, touch up on that. My pre-workout, I think, has twenty-five hundred milligrams, so that's about two and a half grams of creatine in mine. Twenty-five hundred milligrams in one scoop. Yeah. Okay, that's a lot better than mine then. Yeah, so I don't actually like I I could take creatine, but I think that's a safe amount because you know yeah. weak weak kidneys. Um, yeah, you're taking like two and a half grams of creatine already. That's like half of what you should usually yeah. have. Yeah, and I am seeing results. Like my arms, like I've I've grown my arms by four inches since I started working out, which is yeah, good man. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, first topic I want to get into is like what supplements would you say are the best, and any like specific brands that you would recommend to well, the, like if listeners. I was to kind of go down the list of like. You know, pre-workout protein powder and creatine supplements and all that. Yeah. My personal favorite for pre-workout, I would say, is probably C4. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they got, like, they, they got the energy you need. They got what you need in it. And, you yeah. know, it's also at a pretty affordable price. And, you know, that's really what I'm looking for, right? I'm trying to find a good balance of, like, price and quality. Right? Yeah, yeah. For protein um, powder, yeah. um, Optimum is pretty good, but my number one recommendation is any kind of New Zealand way, because oh, yeah. that is like the freshest shit you can get. Like it doesn't get better than that. Yeah. Um, I think my protein powder, <clears throat> uh, it's just like I think the brand is just called Pure Protein. I don't know. I yeah. got it from Walmart. Walmart, like yeah, I don't know. Um, protein powder yeah, is not like, like it. It doesn't need to get that specific. Just it's it's protein powder. Just make sure it's whey protein, and you're good. Yeah, yeah. New Zealand whey, best stuff you can get. Like, you know the health store, like across from Mister Mike's here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got they got good stuff there. Yeah, like, and there's a whole bunch of options. So, like, if if anyone's like looking for protein powder, you got Amazon, you got Walmart. I don't know any grocery store in like the pharmaceutical area. Um, really, you, like anywhere's got supplements like this um maybe not creatine and pre-workout but definitely there's protein yeah, no. somewhere no if you want pre-workout or creatine you'll definitely have to go to like a a store that specifically sells that yeah and i got my my c4 from walmart so right yeah um and so there's this argument that i've heard a lot where yeah. it's it's like why would you take pre-workout when you could just drink a cup of coffee well the difference between that is that pre-workout isn't just caffeine, right? It's also got a whole bunch of other stuff in it too. Like, uh, yeah, for example, as I said, creatine, right? Yeah. And the one that I use also has like, you know, beta alanine, you know, uh, tyrosine. And, uh, I think I already said creatine, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. But you know, it's got a whole bunch of other, you know, vitamins and minerals and stuff right yeah it's not just the caffeine well there there you go it's also a lot more caffeine than there is in you know a cup of coffee depending on how you take it well i mean you like you take two scoops well if i'm feeling extra tired i i just take the one scoop depending on how you make your coffee it's got a lot more caffeine and it's gonna get you going a lot faster yeah yeah um but uh, I mean, yeah, there we go. Yeah, like a debunk on <laughs> somewhat on why you should take pre-workout instead of yeah. like a cup of coffee or an There's also drink. a lot of debate on like like yeah. health issues considering pre-workout. And like in my experience from what I've heard and what I've seen, as long as you're pumping that shit back out of your body, you're not going to have any of the side effects. And that's the same as creatine, right? Yeah. Like uh, stay hydrated 
actually do the work. Like, don't take pre-workout and then go sit on the couch. That's going to like yeah, destroy your system. Yeah, you, you, you can't do that. You, you got to be pumping that, that, that shit back out. Yeah. It, it's the um, same with yeah. creatine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that one, you got to drink a lot of water. Yeah, that's the thing about creatine. That's something that most people you know, don't understand. Like, if you're going to a place that sells supplements, always ask about, like, if you're new to it, you should always ask about, like, what to do while you're taking it. Yeah. Because you, you have to drink a whole lot of water when, when you're taking creatine because oh, yeah. the way the creatine works is that it takes all the water from your body and kind of moves it to your muscles, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's so because of that, you. it's it kind of makes you really dehydrated. So if if you're not drinking water, you're, you're going to feel like you're, you know, dying. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you got to drink a lot of water. And another thing about creatine is that you will also probably gain a little bit of weight from water retention. Yeah. But so, you know, as long so as don't be alarmed, don't be alarmed when you, as long as you're working hard, you know, as long as you're working hard, you'll, you'll keep a, you'll, you'll keep it down. You know, do some, yeah. Do some yeah. I have some information on hydration, which is later on in the episode. I got a whole bunch of stuff here yeah. um, that I can touch base on. But uh, yeah. like another thing, from your own experience, what would you say is like the best supplement, your favorite supplement that you use, like your go-to thing? Um, well, for pre-workout, I've already told you I use C4. Personally, yeah. I just use the basic one, and I use the cherry limeade flavor because you know that's my favorite. For creatine supplements. Um, what I use is all max because that's just like the pure stuff. It's just straight creatine monohydrate. And really that's all you need, right? Yeah. Don't ever, don't fall into that. Like, like the, specific you know, pre-alkaline stuff or like the, the charcoal stuff or whatever. Yeah. You, you just need the pure stuff. It's, it's all you need. Yeah. One thing um, I would also say yeah. is, um, take it as a post-workout, not before you work out. Well, yeah, that's the same with, like, protein powder. You got to take it after. Yeah. Creatine is better used as a post-workout, I've I've heard and I've seen. Yeah. But, like, if you had to choose one supplement to use and you get rid of everything, what would you choose? Would it be, like, creatine, pre-workout, protein powder? Like, what would it be if you had to uh, choose one? If I had to choose one, it yeah. would probably be the pre... It'd probably be, um... I don't know, honestly. It'd probably be the creatine supplements. And I can just get a better kind of pre-workout that has more creatine in it. Because I, I would, creatine yeah. isn't super duper necessary, but if you're really looking to, you know, get big, it's, get it's a necessity. Yeah. I, I think for but me... If, if you don't want to use it, you'll probably do all right without it. It's just, it'll help, like, increase hypertrophy a lot faster. Yeah, yeah. And it also helps you get gains faster. Yeah. Um, like I think for me personally, I would I would do the pre-workout because there's enough creatine in there for me. Like I'm seeing a lot of results just with that amount of creatine. And that's not even yeah. a creatine supplement, it's just pre-workout. Uh I'm fine with getting rid of like I don't take creatine, but if I did, I'd I'm fine with getting rid of that. I'm fine of, I'm fine with getting rid of uh, yeah, if you took powder. creatine, your liver would probably explode. No, my kidneys would die on me. I have to go to like hemodialysis yeah. and get like all that stuff. But like, I'd also yeah. have no problem getting rid of protein powder. Just eat more beef jerky. Like beef jerky is amazing. Yeah, um, you know, just like as long as what you're eating is fitting your macros, you know, it's fine. Yeah, and like you should take. I think it's uh one gram a protein per pound of body weight per day. It's something like, I don't know. We just did a thing on this a few days ago, but yeah, like, you should know this. there's a whole like system on how, how much of each macronutrient you need. Like yeah. it's this amount of this for this amount of body weight, for each different thing, yada, yada. But generally, it is your meals should consist of like half carbs, uh, something like 0.15 is fats, and then the 0.35 is your proteins. Yeah, that's kind of like a 
typical high protein meal. Like you, you can't forget about carbs because carbs are what gives you your energy, right? Yeah, yeah, and like on a, a scientific level in like biology that we're kind of touching on, um, your mitochondria in your muscle cells needs um glucose, um, and the carbs like that. That's going to fuel your like the powerhouse of your cell, and that's going right. to help your muscles excel. Um, and yeah, yeah that rhymed. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Um the like the next thing I wanted to like do is what's the best and fastest way to grow muscles and should you try to do it as fast as possible? Cuz um you know well like, there's definitely a lot of, you know, debate on what the fastest way is. There really is no fastest way. You know, you just have to work at it, right? But generally yeah. Heavier weight for less reps is better for building strength and muscle, and lower weight for more reps is better if you're trying to build endurance. It, it all depends on, you know, what your end goal is. Yeah. Like, for example, if if you're a marathon runner and you're training to run a marathon, you're not gonna go pump out some bicep curls, right? No, you're gonna because yeah, that's yeah. not what you have to do. You'd be training your endurance, right? But if you're for example, a power lifter, then you'd probably not be running on the treadmill. Yeah. It, it all depends on what you're training for and what you want your end result to be. Because there's a, there's two different kinds of muscle in your body. Hold on. I'm just pulling out my notes here for one second because okay. we talked about this. There we go. Yeah. Um just just give me one second here, I'll find it. I think I think personally, uh the fastest way is not necessarily not necessarily the fastest, but uh consistency. If you're not consistent, you're not gonna see gains, you're not gonna see any anything really. Um Yeah, yeah, you, of course. You need Con- to be consistency consistent. Consistency is key. Because your your body is it's quite lazy. It's it's efficient. It, if you're not using your muscles, it's gonna get rid of that and put that energy somewhere else in your body. Um, So here here we go. You need to keep training. I found my notes. So as I was saying, it it all depends on, you know, what your end goal is and what you need to do. Right. I'm sure you've probably heard of the set principle, right? Uh, I don't recognize the name now. So the set principle is it's an acronym. It stands for specific adaptations to impose demands, which basically means that your body will adapt to what you need it to do yeah so if you're trying to grow a bunch of muscle you're you're trying to lift as much weight as possible your body's going to adapt to be able to do that but if you're a like an olymp if you're an olympic marathon runner then you're probably going to be a little bit leaner yeah and the the most important factor you know determining your performance is the type of cells that uh your muscles are made of there's two different kinds of muscle cells, which are called myocytes, and they're classified into two categories, and that's based on their color, their speed of ATP production, and their resistance to fatigue. So, yeah. in one category, you have your slow-twitch myocytes, which are red cells, and slow-twitch myocytes are good for your endurance, right? Because yeah. they, they contract slowly which means you can go for longer periods of time, more resistant to fatigue. So somebody like a marathon runner would have more slow-twitch myocytes in, in their body. But yeah. someone like somebody like an Olympic sprinter or like a powerlifter would have more fast-twitch myocytes, which are stronger, but they're not so good for endurance, but they're great for those powerful bursts of strength, right? But yeah. they fatigue a lot more quickly. Like, you wouldn't see a powerlifter running a marathon. No, that'd, that'd be kind of silly. Yeah. Like, let's pump... I mean, they could be running a marathon on their arms. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool to watch. I would watch that. If they made that in an Olympic event, running on your hands, I would watch that. Yeah. Um, the reason yeah. that... The reason that slow-twitch myocytes are able to 
you know, go for longer is because they produce more ATP. Yeah. Right. And ATP is um, adenosine triphosphate is it's the chemical energy that your body uses to function. Yeah. And that's what your Tri body triphosphate, uses to... triphosphate, phosphate yeah. is different. <laughs> yeah. It, it's what your body uses to function, right? It yeah. triggers the contraction. And when there's no ATP or oxygen left, your muscles fatigue and the contraction stops. And so yeah. since your slow twitch myocytes create a lot more ATP, they're able to go for a lot longer than fast twitch myocytes. Yeah. And that's kind of like what I was saying, like what we were talking about with carbs and your, your cells use carbs. That's a part of ATP. Um, yeah. That's what, yeah. And like, yeah. Uh, what about recovery? Sleep recovery time. Like, um, like how long, like, let's say I, I did biceps today. Um, should I do biceps again tomorrow? Uh, how long should I wait? Uh, how long should people wait in general to do the same muscle group? Or should they do the same muscle group for a whole week and then switch? Well, like, here's, uh, here's how I space it out. So like, if you're just starting out, um, what I would probably recommend is starting with just hitting your upper body for one day, your lower body for a day. So if you're going to go for like a full week, um, do upper body one day, lower body the second day, then have a rest day in between, and then repeat, upper, lower, and then rest for the weekend. But once you start uh, getting a little better and a little stronger, it's better to localize your muscle groups a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember when I started, I was doing, I think, two days a week, three days a week, and then I kind of like slowly gradually went in, and then I'm like, you know what? I want to do five days a week. And then I kind of just started doing that. And it was kind of hard yeah. the first week. And the first week, actually, the first two weeks, I didn't feel like going. But um, yeah, it's like, definitely, it, it's a lot of discipline. Yeah. And that's also another thing I want to touch base on a little later um, about motivation and discipline and all that. Um, yeah, it's, but, but, it's not yeah. so much the motivation, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's good to have that motivation, right? But it's a lot of discipline as well. Yeah. Um, but with, with recovery, like, let's say for sleep, how, like, if, if I'm training for an hour, six days a week, how much sleep should I be getting? Or, like, on average, how, how much sleep should a person, um, the listeners, um, how, how much should they be sleeping or how much uh, recovery should they be doing? Should they be working out every single day? Should there be spacing? Right. Well, this is something we actually touched on pretty recently. Um, sleep is really, really important for the body, especially when you're an athlete, because you know, you're expending more energy. You're constantly having those micro tears, and your body needs sleep to be able to repair that stuff. And yeah. Uh, yeah. me personally, I definitely do not get enough sleep for the energy that I expend, I probably get somewhere around seven hours a night on average. That's yeah, that's is, that's a little under the the average that we yeah, should be sleeping. What, so yeah, what an athlete should be sleeping is probably around eight to ten. And I know probably, you haven't yeah. been sleeping at all. <laughs> uh, I try, I try. Like sometimes I'll wake yeah. up in the middle and I am like, okay, I'm staring at the ceiling. Yay. Um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> if I wake up at seven every morning, backtrack, I should be going to bed around nine or 10 or sleeping by then, not going to bed, but like sleeping around nine or 10 yeah. in order to get a good 10 hours in there. Yeah. So like, yeah. I wake up around seven o'clock every day too. Yeah. But I usually get to sleep around midnight. So you got you got to pull that back at least an hour, eleven to seven. Yeah, <laughs> that'll give that'll give you eight hours. That's yeah, the yeah. minimum. That's the minimum you got to get. Um, th this one's yeah, kind of like know, yeah, yeah. Your body yeah. needs that sleep to be able to re repair itself, and that's why, if for example you're not getting enough sleep, it's good to space out your workout a little bit. So yeah. like your body can recover. Like if you have a weekly gym split, you probably have something like Monday chest, Tuesday back, Wednesday legs, 
Thursday shoulders, Friday arms, and you know Saturday and Sunday, uh, you know, taken for a rest. Yeah. And, uh, once you've actually started to get a little more experienced, um, you you can split it more like you know, Monday chest and triceps, Tuesday back and biceps, Wednesday shoulders, Thursday arms, Friday chest and arms, Saturday back and arms, Sunday attempt legs and do biceps. Yeah. Um, the, this you know, it all was... depends on, you know, again, what you're training for. That's, that's really a big part of it. Yeah. Me, like me personally, I'm going for aesthetics and just, I want bigger muscles and I want to be, just be physically yeah. healthy. Um, right. And I, I progressed. I'm, I love the results and yeah, you, I mean, you definitely have, and that that's motivation for me. Um, but like the next thing that I had was like, it's kind of funny. A lot of people don't like this, but how important is leg day? It's really important. You, you definitely don't want to be that guy who has no legs. Once short season comes around and just like be absolutely jacked from the waist up and then like chicken leg, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, me, my calves. I know I brag about it all the time, but my calves. Yeah, I know. I've seen your calves. You did nothing to deserve those, but I, they look. I don't even. They look I, don't even I don't even work them. Like it's amazing, but like my thighs, like the quads, the hamstrings. I got to work on those. Yeah, um, yeah. One thing but, that's really yeah. good for hitting legs, if you want to maximize your like, you know, effectiveness for time, is you know compound lifts, right? You know, obviously, yeah. compound lifts are great. And like a lot of leg exercises are compound lifts. For example, squats or the leg press. Yeah. Or you know Bulgarian split squats. Oh, I hate those. <laughs> yeah, no. I deal. hate those. Oh my! Especially if they're drop sets. Oh yeah, that's that's just plain torture. But yeah, that's something I also want to touch on. Um, there's a lot of different ways to work out. Like you don't have to just pick the one thing there's a whole bunch of different exercises and usually what i recommend is doing a lot of compact lifts so that you can hit as many different areas of your body as possible in you know one exercise yeah so for example yeah. for example the arnold press is really really good for yeah. your arms and your shoulders because you know you're pushing up with your arm right and you know, yeah. that's obviously working your shoulders, but incorporating that twist that it has into it too really works your rear delts a lot too. It, it's it's just a good all around workout for like all over your arms, basically. Yeah. Um, how how often should you train legs? Because I know a lot of people neglect to do legs, like they'll train upper body more than legs. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, everybody does that. But Personally, like, I do you, you can't one day a it. week. I, I try to do one leg day a week and possibly more. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to, you know, space it out properly. Yeah. So, like, if you're... If you're kind of doing what I'm doing and, you know, choosing a specific area for each day, then, you know, it, it's good to, you know, throw a leg day in there every week. Yeah. Yeah, um, for me, I try to isolate at least two muscle groups, or like like one main section, but two types of muscles. Like uh, today was my uh, bicep and tricep day, um, so I tried to just isolate my arms, and then tomorrow I'm gonna do legs. The next day, um, chest and whatnot. Like you, sh you should try to find two muscle groups that kind of go together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like like, yeah, so like what I do a lot is um chest and back at the same time. Yeah. Which which also kind of trains your arms as well. Probably don't like. Yeah, the good thing about working chest and back is that you also get a really good bicep pump from it too. Like just kind of like that residual pump. Yeah. Like no, like if you always yeah. good option. Like if you're doing pull-ups or dips that's going to work your biceps and yeah. tries as well. Because one Working chest and back is really important for your physique. Like, of yes, course, yes. You, you want your chest to look good, and working back is really important if you want to get that kind of, you know, upside down triangle type shape. Oh yeah, yeah. But like getting that residual pump from it too is 
really, really nice. And yeah. Justin Back also have a lot of the best exercises. For example, the bench press, the cornerstone of the gym. That that's like the thing that you can brag to everyone about, and I can brag yeah. that I can do like, one plate. There's a reason that the question, "How much can you bench?" has just taken over. What's your name for the most famous question asked? Yeah, like people at the gym, you don't be like, "Yo, what's your name?" You're like, "How much can you bench?" Yeah, no, nobody wants to know your name. Everybody wants to know how much you can bench. And what 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 what's your max? Like, what's your absolute like the the PR? My max right now, as of this moment, is 125. I am not the strongest man in the world. You're really close to a plate. You're 10 pounds. I away. am really close to a plate. I want to get there, like soon. I think by the end of the month, maybe by the end of next week, we can, we can work up to that. It'd be nice. <laughs> oh yeah, you're 10 pounds away. You you're you're really close. I, my max is my max is a plate 135. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, how much can you bench? How many plates? Um, you see now. <laughs> yeah, not not it's, yet. It's, it's none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, you you can deadlift a few plates, right? Or like, how many how many plates? Um, I can do a little over two plates on a deadlift. Yeah. Wait. How much? How much? How much? How much? Wait, is that one? A little over. My two max plates. is two forty five. Not bad. Not bad. Two that, plates is two twenty five. Two twenty five. What's three plates? Three fifteen. Three fifteen. Okay. Yeah. I think I uh, two nine uh, two seventy five. I think that's two, two and a half plates. Yeah, you're 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 pretty close. That's like two and a half plates. I'm close to three plates. You're getting there. Yeah. Just gotta keep working at it. But like those yep. are just the milestones. That yeah. Like who cares about your name? Just let me know how much you can deadlift. How much you can. How much you can yeah. uh, bench press? How much can you squat? It's like those three main things. The power. Yeah, those are like, those are like the three main pieces of powerlifting. Yeah. Think. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what the like that's Olympic lifting. I don't know <laughs> if there's any other. No. Yeah, powerlifting is maximal weight on squat, bench, and deadlift. Yeah. Um. Here, I gotta look at my notes again. We're like halfway there, somewhat. Uh, diet and nutrition. One of the most important things that you should do when you're actually, even if you're not lifting or working out, you should still focus on your diet and nutrition. Yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, that's if you are if you are working things. out, if you are working out, it is one of the most important. If anything, I think it's more important than lifting because if you're lifting and you're eating junk. Like if you're eating McDonald's right after you're like, yeah, like unless you're, not you're like, see you know, unless you're like Nathan and you just have the fastest metabolism in the West, you know, it's, it's not going to work out. And, you know, as, as a majority, before, as I was saying before, you gotta, you know, make sure you're fitting your macros, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's like a subtopic of, um, nutrition and diet here. Um, yeah. So yeah. macronutrients are like, Kind of like the big things, right? So that's your protein, your carbs, and your fat, right? Yeah. Those are like the three things that you absolutely need to keep track of. And so there, there's a lot of different diet options depending on, you know, yourself and what your end goals are. Yeah. Like, for example, if, if you're trying to bulk, then you're going to be eating a lot more. Yeah, not necessarily like somewhat focusing on protein, but more on carbs and fats if you're bulking. Yeah, yeah. And then, then when you're cutting, you're obviously going to be eating a lot you're, less. You're you're prioritizing protein, and that, I mean that's the one thing yeah. that you're going to be prioritizing. Not necessarily carbs and fats. Like you still need them, but if you're trying to yeah. if you're trying to cut weight, then for sure. And I I, yeah. I can like personally share my kind of story with that. Personally, my method. It's just kind of if it fits your macros, right? Yeah. You know, I'm not yeah, going to yeah, yeah. super keep track of everything. Yeah. Well, like, um, it's kind of like, bring, like uh, we'll talk about calories and then I can like say what, like share my, like my, my kind of journey with that. Um, yeah, yeah. Calories. Should you increase your calorie intake if you're working out? I, I would um, say yes. I would say yeah. yes for sure. Because if, I, I would if, say so. Yeah. If you're not getting enough 
calories, you're not going to see any results because you're not fueling your body. And according to menshealth.com I have here, um, it says in addition to adequate protein, you need more calories. And there's like a little formula here. Um, and you need to be able to fuel your body and you need to eat yeah. more. Yeah, there's like a minimal amount of calories your body needs to just, you know, function, right? Yeah, and the you, thing burn, that happens, you burn like 600 yeah. to 800 calories a night and that's just sleeping. Right. And your body, like the thing that happens with a lot of young athletes is that a lot of them fall into a calorie deficit because they're just starting out and they don't need know how much exactly they need. Like that's yeah. something that definitely happened a lot with me when I started working out. Like, yeah, yeah, me too. I, I dropped a lot of weight really fast. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm going to start increasing my, my calorie intake. Cause I think I'm like 1400 calories a day. I'm, I should bump it up to 1800, maybe 2000 calories a day. Um, yeah. Cause I am, I'm working out six days a week. Um, but what I did, my, my kind of journey was um like this is like mainly aims towards the the viewers and listeners because you, you already know about this but yeah. um five months ago uh i kind of had this epiphany where i'm like you know what i'm sick of having this big tummy like i don't want a jiggly stomach <laughs> uh and i went from eating about 3500 calories 4000 calories a day and i cut it down to 1200 for four months yeah and Ideally, that's not what you want to do, but I wanted to lose the weight fast and doing what I did, you shouldn't do because you're going to develop a lot of cravings. You're going to binge yeah. eat. Um, and I would say the first month was probably the most difficult because I went from eating so many calories, junk food to so little, but prioritizing my protein and all that because I didn't want to feel hungry. And I somewhat changed my mindset because I used to think the feeling of hungry was just bad. It's like, I need to not feel that. But then I kind of changed my mindset. I'm like, you know what? The feeling of being hungry just means I'm losing weight. And I kind of lived by that for the past four months. And I went from being 230 pounds and I am now 182. Mm -hmm. So I, I dropped a lot of weight and it's not something that you want to do. You need to like in a healthy way, cut your calories, but I didn't do that. And I learned the hard way. Like it works, but it's not, the, it's not something that you should do. Right. And now that I am working out, I need to increase those calories again because I've been doing so little and I need to fuel my body. Cause if I'm not, if you don't feel your body properly with the right macros and calories, you're not going to see the results that you want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when uh, it comes to that, you know, there is a formula to calculate like how many calories you need just for your body to function. And yeah. from there, you can calculate you know, how much of each of your macronutrients you need. Yeah. And uh, a good app for that, um, anyone listening, um, is MyFitnessPal. Like they have a premium version. You don't have to worry about that. They can just easily calculate. Like you put in your age, your height. Um, gender and it, it'll tell you how many calories if you want to lose weight maintain it or increase your weight yeah and that's that's the bare minimum <clears throat> and and even then like it's not very difficult to do by yourself either no you can just do like a quick google search um calorie intake calculator or like like how many calories should i be eating or like ask somebody yeah. that you know that um does this kind of stuff yeah. Um so what should you do if you don't see results in the gym? Well, if you're not seeing results while you're in the gym, then chances are well as we just talked about, it's probably got something to do with your diet. In fact, that's what most of it is. Like yeah. if you're not seeing your results, you know, don't jump straight to the conclusion that like Oh, I need to be, you know, taking supplements. I need to start taking creatine. You don't have to do that, right? Chances yeah. are, um, it's usually a matter of diet, or maybe you're just not pushing yourself hard enough, right? Like yeah, some, that's something I've noticed sometimes while I'm in the gym. Like sometimes I feel like 
like really, really sweaty and tired after. And other times I'm like, okay, I, I don't feel much different than when I started. Yeah. Right. Like you want to be, you know, feeling that burn by the time you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if you're looking to like, if you're going for aesthetics and you want to get more muscle hypertrophy or like grow your muscles more, um, doing a set amount of reps is not ideal. You want to do close to failure or like absolute, like go to your muscle failure because that is pushing your body to its limit. And yeah. like, if, if you can easily do 10, uh, 10 reps on a 50 barbell, increase the weight until you can barely do 10. Like you need to go to failure and um, that's how you should push yourself. And that's what I do. Uh, Drop sets are a perfect thing. You choose a high weight and you do it to failure. Then you just drop the weight. There's like no resting. It's like the fastest way to grow. Um, But yeah, diet and nutrition is very, very important. I'm guilty of not really looking at that. Supersets are pretty important to incorporate into your workout. Yes. Yeah. Because those are what's going to build, you know, muscle hypertrophy really fast. Yeah. Especially in the case of drop sets. Yeah. Drop sets are, they're, they're great. Like they hurt, they sting, but uh, it's worth it in the long run. Yeah. And if you do it consistently on all your muscle groups, you will see results as long as you keep your uh, nutrition and diet in check. Right. Um, well, uh, another one, I mean, like we, we talked about this earlier in the episode, but uh, how should somebody st- like, how do you, how do you stay motivated? How do I stay motivated? Well, personally for me, um, it's pretty easy for me because like, I don't really hate going to the gym. Like, I think it's really fun for me, honestly. Like, I be I like being able to push myself to those new limits. It it feels good after, and you yeah. know, seeing the results firsthand just kind of it inspires you to keep pushing, right? Yeah, and yeah. you know, it's it's not easy, right? But no, no, it's not. <laughs> as as long as you you keep working at it, you know. That's really all it is. It's not so much the motivation, but the discipline that's going to get you through. It's the motivation that's going to get you started, but you know, it's the discipline that's going to keep you going. Yeah, it, it's kind of like motivation in life. Like it's not necessarily like you shouldn't keep motivation in just weightlifting or going to the gym. Really, anything in life, if you do what you feel like doing, nothing's ever going to get done. You need to be disciplined and you need to take that responsibility and be accountable for what you need to do. And if you want to become healthier, you need to be disciplined to go to the gym, um, lift those weights for a good 45 minutes to an hour or however long you want. Um, but you, yeah, the main thing is discipline, not necessarily motivation that kind of comes with it. Like for me personally in the gym, I'm only motivated about 30% of the time. The past few right. weeks, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to go, but yeah, I still do. Yeah. Um, like another another thing that people like I've had conversations about is, what if somebody doesn't feel like going to the gym, but they want to be healthy? Is there any other way? Like, can they do it at their like? Can they do home workouts? Can they just like? like yeah, you know? yeah, home workouts are great. You know, I know a lot of people that just have you know, home gyms and it works great. You know, there's lots of things you can do you at home if the gym is a little too intimidating for you. Like calisthenics are great. Oh if, yeah. Yeah. If you're just starting out, like you know, push ups and sit ups and all that, and you can get pull up bars, you can just like hang on your door. Yeah. I don't like those though, because you know, they scare me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like, you know, calisthenics are a good way to start out if the gym is a little too intimidating for you. Yeah, because I, I remember Best having thing, that gym anxiety when I first went. What what I really recommend is, you know, just kind of get over it and just go, you know, get it over with. And yeah. as you as you keep doing it over and over again and you get that repetition of just going there at least it's it's going to feel a lot easier to go there because then it'll just be it'll be second nature. Yeah. And um if anyone is looking for 
a I don't know somewhat like YouTube channel to go to for calisthenics. I recommend Chris Haria. He's got like ab workouts, arm workouts, um, and a lot of them you just need dumbbells or you you don't even need any equipment. Like he goes through a lot of calisthenics exercises, and uh, I've enjoyed a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what calisthenics is, picture yoga but harder. <laughs> yeah, calisthenics is basically. The- what calisthenics is really defined by is it's just any exercise that utilizes your body weight, right? Yeah. Like all you need is yourself. Like they're, they're good for developing that like strength, endurance, and also your flexibility and coordination, right? Yeah. So some examples of calisthenics are, you know, squats without weight, pushups, lunges, crunches, all that pull-ups. And more, and as you get better at that, if you choose to go down that route, you can even get into some, you know, crazier stuff like a, you know, planche push-ups, for example, or muscle ups. Yeah, um, and it's not like it's it's good for building muscle, but I think calisthenics mainly focuses on strength and the endurance of your muscles more than yeah. that, and the muscle growth kind of just comes along with that. Yeah, but like you're not gonna see. Like someone who's, you know, absolutely huge doing calisthenics, right? No, no, they're mainly doing weightlifting. It builds more of your endurance rather than, you know, overall strength. Because again, all you're holding up is yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's Uh, not to you know undermine calisthenics at all. It's an absolutely valid method of working out. And And there are some amazing athletes. I have a lot of respect for people who you know, do calisthenics like crazy. Yeah. And like, yeah. And there, there are some really amazing athletes, like, calisthenic athletes out there. Mm-hmm. Like they're, like, they're absolutely you, you look insane. at any guy who does calisthenics, they look, you know, incredible. They're, they're shredded. They're like, the physique is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Versus somebody like, you know, a strong man, but you know, as I've said before, it all depends on, what your overall goal is yeah yeah like whether or not you want more strength and endurance in your muscles um bigger muscles to you know show off um yeah which is what i'm going for i I just want to look cool i don't care really about strength (laughs) i don't know about you i think you're it it comes with the work though yeah well i mean strength is going to build up but that's not what i'm focusing on yeah yeah um the the last thing that I have kind of planned for this, and then after that, if you have anything that you want to talk about, we can go for that. But the last thing I have here yeah. is hydration, and how important is it? Oh yeah, hydration is super super important. Like, of course, your body is eighty percent water, so as you can imagine, keeping yourself hydrated is really really important. Yeah. Um, according to, I, I think you're aware of Andrew Huberman, Huberman Lab Podcast. Um, um, I think so, yeah. Okay, so uh, on that podcast, uh, Andrew Huberman, uh, I think he's neurologist, yeah, uh, at Stanford University, uh, right. said that you should take your body weight in, I think, kilograms and then divide by 30, and that's how many ounces of water you should be drinking every 15 to 20 minutes so if i do that calculation right now uh what's my what's my weight do you know what's 182 in kilograms do you Give know? Me a second. okay okay let me let me know i'll pull this up i'll do the calculation so for me i'm 182 pounds um and this is that's, during your that's 82 and a half kilograms 82.5 divided by 30 okay i should be drinking 2.75 ounces per 15 i i feel like that's wrong i don't know um no that sounds about right per 15 minutes of exercise Uh, oh for 15 minutes of exercise yeah yeah that checks out but not like if you're just kind of sitting around no like like you should you need to stay hydrated because if your muscles don't get enough water you're also not going to see any like improvements and gains and all that so it sounds complicated with all this weightlifting, but really it's down to make sure you know what you're eating and it's healthy. Uh, make sure you're pushing your body to your limit and just drink lots of water, especially if you're on creatine. 
Oh yeah, definitely. You, you, I can. You don't want your kidneys to. Go. <laughs> Is there something you want to share? I I can definitely attest to that. Like after taking creatine, like it really feels like your whole body just kind of dries out and shrivels up. Yeah. Like especially around your mouth, like my lips get really dry. Yeah. Usually they are anyway because I already don't drink enough water. Yeah, I'm a camel the whole way. <laughs> yeah, lucky you. <laughs> like I I don't drink a lot of water. But uh but yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the big thing. Yeah, water is a really important part. Yeah. Uh all right, you got you got anything else to add? I'm trying to f- see if we went through all the points I got here. We we got us a lot of we got a lot of good stuff. Yeah. We're almost at the hour mark here. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh is there anything you want to bring up about like your own kind of personal journey or anything that you want to talk um, about for just really anything well, about muscle growth yeah, and I all guess that? My main thing is um so unlike a year I'm a pretty scrawny guy. Yeah. And that's kind of where I've started from rather than starting as like, you know, overweight. Yeah. And so that, yeah, from... that, that was me. That was me for sure. Yeah. So uh I guess my journey's been a little bit different because um I don't really know how to describe it, but uh you know, one day I just kind of got tired of it and I decided to start working out a little more and starting to get some muscles but like it it is not any easier to go from really scrawny to you know muscular it's yeah. not any easier than it is I I think it's somewhat easier to go from overweight to muscular because you right. you're just going to be burning calories whereas <laughs> if you're if you're skinny you you and, already have to like build that muscle, and you need to like eat a lot more. Whereas you just could eat the same thing and just be working out and burning more calories than usual, and you will like cut that weight. <clears throat> right, and plus you already have that kind of muscle like underneath, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's just a matter of just uh, cutting off the, you know, the fat that's there. Yeah. So like, you know, if you're if you see a, a, like a skinny guy in the gym too you know it just their their journey is the same as yours right yeah that's kind of my one thing to add you know everyone's you know everyone's different but like don't underestimate and anyone's you know difficulty in in their journey yeah we we all have our own personal journey in this and uh goals to reach right and yeah, I, I think there's one last thing. Uh, what's your favorite workout in the gym? My favorite exercise? Yeah. Oh, it's hard to say. Um, if you had to pick one thing to do for the rest of your days at the gym. Pick one thing to do for the rest of my days at the gym. Yeah. Well, when you phrase it like that, I want to say cardio, but nobody likes doing cardio. If I were it to pick like, my favorite what, exercise, yeah, um, I'd probably say the Arnold press. Oh yeah, that one's a lot of fun. Or the or cable flies; those are a lot of fun. Oh yes, yes. I, for yeah, um, I love those. for legs though, since that's no 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 one for the rest of your days. You can't just like switch up muscle groups. It's got to be one exercise. Okay, but hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, hear me out. Okay. If the legs are a really different part of the body, though. It's it's not very easy to hit legs while you're doing upper body, right? True. So I'd count it as like a totally separate thing, and I think there should be something for that, too. Okay, fair. What I would pick for that would be squats. Mm. Those are like the the best thing you can do. Ow, they hurt my knees. <laughs> yeah, that's because you got weak ass knees because you do them I, wrong. <laughs> I, I do, I do, yeah. Um, but like those are the best thing you can do to build legs because it's a compound lift. You know, it yeah. works all, all it, your legs. 
and it also a lot of muscles too if, you if you're just doing like a lot of squats in the morning you're still gonna be you know burning calories from that for like a few hours at least after yeah it's gonna and have that after if, if you do effect. a lot of squats you barely have to work your uh core either because it also shaves that down a lot yeah you have that afterburn effect yeah i think with me uh if i'm doing upper body i'll choose two exercises because you went for yeah, upper choose body, lower body. i chose two you choose two um i don't know the proper name for it but it is the cable bicep curl that is i love it oh yeah those are great that i think is the fastest like like that grows my biceps the fastest out of all the bicep exercises but it's like a complete package you got to do everything with it but i i love that and then with legs i think the leg press or uh like leg extensions one or the other but if i had to choose one i'd probably go leg press Oh yeah, leg press. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm not a fan of squats. Never have been. Need to work on uh, knees. I need to fix my knees. Pathel, what is it? Pathelatella syndrome. I think that's what it's called. My kneecaps are ugh. So that's like, if I'm thinking right, it's when the socket is a little too big for the ball of the joint. Think of. When like okay, you remember when you were growing a whole bunch, you got growing pains, right? Yeah. Okay, like have you ever had it where your knees are just like ow? Um, I think so. Yeah. So right now I'm sitting down. When I get up, my knees are going to snap. Like it'll make a snapping sound. Um, if they're in a bent position for a long time, when I like, it's kind of like misalignment in my knee. And. I'm trying to like strengthen my legs because that's that will definitely help with uh with the whole thing. Like I, I need to fix my knees. Yeah. But I think the main muscle group that I am going after is my biceps and triceps right now and main kind of chest. But I am I'm trying to fit those leg days in there. I, I don't want yeah, to. Of course. You, of course you can't just, you know, work one thing. You gotta you gotta work everything. You don't want to be unbalanced. Yeah. If if you like search up on Google, unbalanced bodybuilders. It's funny. Yeah, it is. It's like it's little, goofy. You little, don't want to look like that because it's little, goofy. <laughs> little wee chicken legs will looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anything else you wanted to add on this this whole kind um, of topic of muscle growth, supplements, hydration, nutrition, physical health, etc.? I don't think I really have much else to add other than just you know keep at it, right? Be consistent. Yeah, keep keep that consistency up, and you know you'll see results. It it might mm. take a long time, but you know you'll get there. Yeah. Just just uh keep doing what you're doing if you're doing nothing and you're not going to the gym then change that <laughs> i say keep doing what you're doing i do not mean sitting on the couch forever um there needs to be balance yeah. and it's also proven like uh, you'll live a longer life if you're healthy so if you start now at a younger age that's the perfect time that's your prime time um of life it's so much harder to grow muscle when you're a lot older so if you're in your teen years young 20s like or not young early 20s perfect time yeah, and like, you know, my one thing left to add is, you know, trust the process, right? Yeah, yeah. Let you it know, have time. Fall in love with the journey. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, actually this yeah. quote that I just heard pretty recently. Um, a bird sitting on a tree is never afraid of the branch breaking because its trust isn't in the branch but in its own wings. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. The next episode that I want to do is on mindset. So if you want to join for that one, which should be, I think next week, I'm going to do that. Um, yeah, you can join for that. I'm going to get some other friends, people on mindset and how you can better improve your life and not be not clinically depressed, but situationally depressed and how to live a happier life. Yeah. That's 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 gonna be the topic of the next episode. Yeah, if y'all have any questions, uh, if you're on Spotify, you can just leave like a, a voice message, a bleh, a voice message, or you can uh, send me an email. Uh, email will be in like the description of the episode and whatnot. 
Um, and yeah, make sure to keep touch by going to the Instagram. All everything will be linked in the description. So, so go there. Yeah, or else. Or yeah, or. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I hope, I hope you all enjoyed. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed being on here as well. Um, sharing your your knowledge on this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me, man.